Looking for a roofing company that answers their phone and shows up? Look no further. Cam Roofing is a family-owned company that is dedicated to providing customer service that is second to none. Whether you have a new construction project, need to replace an old or damaged roof, or if you need a repair, Cam Roofing is there to help. All right, and we're back with Philip Schultz, the managing partner at Burrito Social. Uh, great to have you here, Philip. Oh, Absolutely. So we have a couple of questions. Um, can you just speak a little bit about Burrito Social, where it got its start, um, what it's all about? Sure. Yeah. Um, so Burrito Social started in Puerto Rico. Uh, founders uh, Manuel Garcia. Uh, he uh, started as a food truck. Um, his background is, is pretty unique. Um, I guess explain how I met him, how this came to be, how I knew about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's that's my perspective anyway. Um, he's classically trained CIA, uh, living in, he's from Puerto Rico, living in Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. Um, I met him in like 2008. Okay. Uh, Ocean Prime there. Yeah. Uh, he came to Columbus, where I'm from, trained at our original location, and we both worked in that store as managers. And, um... So that was kind of his stomping ground. He had worked in like hotels, bars on the beach with his wife at the time, Maria. And uh, she also joined the company as a server. He was a sous chef. I was a manager. Um, then we kind of puddle jumped around. He went to Orlando. I went to Tampa. We both went to Dallas. And that wow. was like 2010. Kind of uprooting our lives each time. And um, for him, he's like a really, I call him a visionary now. As yep. we've known each other a long time, I haven't really tried since of humor. So All right, visionary. Um, but uh, sounds you know, kind of like you with my big, nickname of trash. Yes, exactly. Big picture versus yeah. implementer. And, yeah, yeah, like you know, if you think about juggling and you just start throwing the oranges in the air and then you step away and somebody else has to start catching with you, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, it's that kind of process sometimes. That's but very cool. It's fun. Yeah, it's very inspiring. Um, so uh, that being said, we were doing the Ocean Prime deal. Uh, Cameron had, is a, you know, he's a large operator now, but during that time, that was the growth force for Social Prime, so it really felt like that. And it didn't really fit with his personality, so he parted ways at that time. He went to New York and worked at uh, one of the Shake Shacks, Danny Meyer. Um, was really inspired there. Moved down to Miami area again, was working as a Shake Shack manager or like GM. Uh, Burger Fi kind of was being conceptualized. They started on uh, the with that process, and then he ran five units and four hundred with Manny Gardner. Gotcha. Um, he, he was kind of like my role now. He's a managing partner there, helped, helped run all the operations for those five. Um, and partnered with them. Moved back to Puerto Rico and started a burrito social as a future. Okay. So you know, it, it's funny at the time they, they had kids. So he has two ch- uh, two children. Uh, Lucas is uh, we, we have this autistic symbol on our shirts. Yep. He's uh, autistic, so we raise awareness. We're program with from the ground up, grinding. Yeah. Max out our credit cards. Let's, let's figure this out. Yeah. We're all in. And, uh, he went all in. And uh, it was a great success. I mean, there it's Burrito Social. Yeah. So it has like this, this 
buzz to it here. People come in and like, really social. Like, I thought it was going to be like Chipotle. <laughs> they, don't, they don't see the vision like it is there. Of course. Because they're a group. Well, not yet. Yeah. Not yet, exactly. Um, but uh, so that was successful. They were grinding. His brother Antonio was like selling these cars or something like that as a sales. And I you know, kind of knew everybody in that area and uh, left and started working in the food truck with them. So it was Antonio, Emmanuel, and Maria all grinding it out, making burritos, tacos, that sort of thing. And um, our menu there was much more limited because it was a food truck. And also over there, there's no Chipotle, there's no Moe's, there's none of this stuff. Okay, got here. you. Yeah. So, people don't know. So there's very much a build-your-own section on that menu. Yeah. Because people still want that. They want to come to the food truck. And, I mean, even one of our tacos is called the Taco Tattoo, which is uh, his brother's name. Antonio goes by Tattoo. Yep. And people would come and go, I don't know what to get. What do you get? Yeah. So they make that taco, so they start calling it the taco tattoo. Yep. So, um, so the, the menu evolved during that time, um, but really gained popularity through, uh, I don't know, it's like 2016. Okay. Um, and then we went to Brick and Mortar in Guaynabo. Uh, it's a really small town, really weird location. If you, if you go see it, you know, why is this so successful? It's like right next to a cemetery. But <laughs> like well, there's quiet neighbors. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. 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 So, uh, it's a really beautiful neighborhood, Rolling Hills, and it just caught on so fast. They thought they were going to do a certain amount. We did double that. Wow. We expanded into the parking lot with this, like, lifted patio. Uh, they leased up the space next to it, and it's still small. Like, this restaurant's 3,000 square feet. That one was, like, 1,100. Okay. Wow. So, um, you know, brew gained popularity. Uh, we... We're going to open one in Condado, right on the beach, in the beach town. Yep. And uh, right when we were ready to open, that's when COVID hit. Gotcha. And so the landlord was great. We just kind of pumped the brakes on that one. Like, Puerto Rico just locked down the city. Uh, it wasn't yeah. here, like, yep. you know, wide open. It was, it was 25% capacity, carry out only. Gotcha. And, and they maintained. They didn't let anybody go during that time. They kept all their hourlies. They didn't furlough. Oh, them. wow. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. And they were doing delivery on their own. They really looked outside the box and had a succeed through that. Did that food truck model, other than the physical location, did the food truck model help get through COVID? Uh, yeah, the food truck was gone. They basically oh, backed the food truck up to the restaurant to, to the get equipment out gotcha. and open this restaurant. You know, because it was bootstrapped. You know, it wasn't, we didn't have partners at that time. Yeah. It, was, it was those people. We brought in a, a gentleman named Bruce Levy, who's one of our larger partners, um, and he uh, he helped get into that brick and mortar. He has a great like, real estate history, so be able to kind of get them a good deal, and but they still didn't know what, what was going to happen, and great success. And, and over there, it's like a wild, wild west in Puerto Rico. I'm sure <laughs> anything can be I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so how the food truck lives underneath it. it like, it's it's built into a mountain, and there's a parking garage underneath it. The truck's still there. <laughs> That's, That's super cool. Like the That's super cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So how did you get from... The food truck in Puerto Rico and the brick and mortar in Puerto Rico to in to Florida. Okay, uh, great question. You know, you had questions about there being two food trucks. Yeah. So we had a second food truck that was more of a taquerita, and it was also our you know test kitchen for testing menu items for people. Nice. You know, like that's a great idea. Yeah, exactly. So we, we tested some items, built the brick and mortar menu that was more elaborate. Because the food truck, like I said, was more. Um, service restaurants to build your own yeah and so we developed the menu and we got to florida because condado went on hold like i said with COVID, and then the gentleman that had 
uh, was developing this space. This was an old uh, the uh, wine, wine cellar. Cell, wine cellar. Uh, you know, it was in litigation forever with the city. They bulldozed it. What are we going to build? We're fighting with Duncan about a drive-through. So it's a yeah. Well, and two different municipalities right next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the parking lot is split. Yeah, that's crazy. Because we get both police officers eating lunch. <laughs> um, but uh, so during that time, the gentleman that owns this land, Bob, uh, he he had a tenant that was kind of in here, but then when COVID hit, tenant like kind of let that lease lapse. Yeah. And he came to his yacht in Puerto Rico and uh, <laughs> had a taco. And he was like, "Oh my God, I gotta have this!" So you know, Bruce put us together with him. He, he came and ate the food. And was like, "This is amazing. I gotta have you." Wow. So he stuck us in here. He became our partner for this. This uh, site, and that's why we're here. That's crazy. What? That's so. That's such a coincidence. Such a yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You talk about a meant to be situation. One hundred percent. You know, we didn't know. Emmanuel first called me, so you know, I guess rewind. Uh, He left Dallas, went and did his thing. I opened my own restaurants in Dallas, Texas. I had two Italian restaurants that were in um, Addison and Colony, which is like kind of popular areas there. And um, we kind of kept in contact on Facebook, like, hey, I see what you're doing, awesome, man, and like sending each other messages and texts, you know, we've always had each other's phone number. And then um, I ended up selling those restaurants, moved back to Tampa, and I've been working at, or I was working at ADs for about two years, and um, I moved back because I met my wife when I was in Ocean Prime here. Yep. Uh, so we all know each other, so that kind of worked. And then... I joined Eddie Geese for two years. They said, okay, we want to be at Fort Lauderdale. Uh, made a managing partner. And, you know, Emmanuel had been kind of putting a little, you know, buzz out there, a little bug in my ear, you know, so to speak. And you know, I'm like, look, man, I, I, I don't know. This is a great opportunity for me. My wife got pregnant. And uh, she's like, I can't imagine moving. So <laughs> this idea became more real to me. Definitely. Um, they flew me to Puerto Rico. I sat down at the bar and ate like every so, you know, the rest is history. We became partners. Um, you know, we the process of opening this thing during COVID was insane. I'm sure. Um, so, you know, we all gave a little more gray hair through that. And, I can't even imagine. Yeah, and the concept evolved, even even though we knew what we were doing, and Condado was about not open a month after us. Okay. Um, we learned a lot here. We took many items from here to there. And now we're very close. All, all three concepts are, are all three locations are very close. They are. As far as awesome. The, like, very close. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all sure. recipes. 100% same. 100% How about the heat? Day. How about the spice? How about the. Yeah, I can't handle all of this. We have a sauce called Naranja, and it's just. I, I think we sampled it, uh, Chris and I, my husband and I did, when we were here last. We are like, let's try a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, definitely moderation. We yeah. have a ramen that I give it to you. It's like, thank you. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, so uh, it's been going well. We've, we've grown a lot. We've added throughout this process, you know, the, the neon coastal vibes. So we're trying to really fit into the beach atmosphere without being too much. You know? Definitely. We try to keep it clean, you know, with, from the photography, to the colors, to, to the taste of the food. Yeah. Every time we've been here, it's been very, very busy. You, even though we're still kind of in COVID, have you had positive experiences the same way as when you opened brick and mortar in Puerto Rico? Um, yeah, yeah. Honestly, we, we didn't know what to expect here. Right. Um, we would be out here on the, at nighttime, and there are no lights on in these condos. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And so we were a little nervous, to be honest. Sure. We didn't do a whole lot of advertising over yep. there. We do none. Yeah, uh, just a little social, like, uh, you know, online stuff. Social media, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, 
And so here we, we didn't do much. We sent out a few flyers, and that was it. And our first night, it's funny, uh, the gentleman I walked in and said hello to, uh, Greg, the bar manager, he, was, he didn't believe it. He's like, uh, you know, like, it's, it's going to be slow, whatever. And Emmanuel's like, prepare for, you're going to sell these 400 margaritas. It's going to be crazy. Four or 500. Prepare. Juice, 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 juice. This is all fresh squeezed juice. Yeah. And uh, so we're like, okay, kind of Cadillac into it. We sold 400 and something like this that first night. Bruce yep. is on the line, juice and lines. <laughs> like, I hate you guys. He's like, I'm going to buy all of that. Hey, that's amazing. Yeah. You're serious. That's awesome. Yeah. And we didn't know where they were coming from. It's all the locals in this area. It is. It is. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because I come over, you know, I'm in Seminole. I'm right over the bridge. And we pop in. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. It was love at first taste. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Definitely. Yep. So do you with the success that you're having so far have you guys thought about opening other locations is that a twinkle in the eye yeah so uh, like this location we think there's, there's gonna be a tremendous amount of real estate opportunities out there with what just we just went through right sure. and so we will open Deerfield Beach in June or July um we uh, it was a restaurant called Rattlesnake Jakes uh, that basically was an older gentleman that owned it and he said I don't want to do this anymore so we bought out that restaurant and it is right by Deerfield Bishop here it'd be like on this beach would be like crappy bills of like yeah. 60. Yeah. yeah. Same sort of scenario. Wow. Uh, right, so right. Another small restaurant with the same kind of feel. It's going to look the same, feel the same. Uh, hopefully, we've learned some things from this one. And we're going to take that, that coast. Of course, you always learn. Yeah, but we, you know, we don't intend to go that far apart. We'd like to obviously open closer together, but if the real estate opportunity you know, pops up, then Definitely. Cool. Yeah. That sounds like whether it's. Uh, previous connections, work history, you have connections all over the place and something pops up in one area and you have a partner in that area who's willing to go all in and commit. It sounds like you're just, you're taking the opportunities as they come. 100%. I mean, this is a people business. I mean, it's great that we look good and our food tastes good. You say love and mm-hmm. food tastes but It's a people business from our relationship to the relationship with these people. And, you know, they're here because they want to grow. They're here because they want to be a part of something. And yeah. we, you know, embrace that. What's lightened it up a little bit? What What is the most popular menu item, whether it's food, drink? What What do people rave about so far? It's so funny. We're called Burrito Social. We sell way more tacos. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yep. just kind of like, uh, not, now they're getting it. Like, we're, we're, it was a learning experience. Like, why are there french fries in the burrito? People yeah. Are mad at it. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, that's what they do in North Mexico, Southern California. It's a convenience thing. For me, I'm from Ohio, so it's like, meat and potatoes it's like comfort food when i think about it definitely <laughs> but for people that have never tried it it's like what'd you do did you mess something up in the kitchen yep so uh the burritos are slowly you know getting traction getting traction okay. we sell a ton of tacos yep. you know the trompo is a four generation recipe Emmanuel's partner in a, a taqueria in mexico that's all traditional you know older uh, hispanic folks in the kitchen teaching yep. these things that we brought here we have a mule in the back. We grind our own corn to make masa. Wow. So, wow. We're doing a lot behind those little walls. No kidding. And, um, and let's think about that. It has to be fresh, but it also has to have carryover. So you just have to stay ahead of the game. Yeah. Well, I know the last time we were here, I think we sat close to the kitchen. Yeah. And, you know, as that door would peek open, you would see those meats that are slow roasting back there, yeah. too. So I know my husband was like, hey, can I try? And they were shaving off little bits for yeah, him to try. It. Yeah. Is it? So that's okay. all night. It's layers of pork, onion, bacon that have been marinated. And wow. you shave that off of the, uh, the trip off the store and the granite tacos, which are two of the most popular. But I would say, you know, 
Wokong tostada. It's, it's uh, yeah. like molten cheese, carne asada with fresh avocado and some chipotle crumb on top. Yep. Uh, I think it's down most popular taco. And then even on the beach, we sell a ton of fish and shrimp. Yeah. 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 Cool. Baja is amazing. Too. I bet. Yeah. What is your favorite menu item? <laughs> if you had to drill it down to one. It's, I, I said, this restaurant's impossible. It's so snackable. You know, like, yeah. everything's so snackable here. You know, there's chips everywhere. Yep. You make them fresh. Um, but my favorite menu item is probably the Costa, because uh, it's the most different taco. Okay. And, and, and it's the same concept with the quesadillas. We take the cheese on our griddle, and we melt it, like caramelize it. Yeah. And then uh, we'll put the steak in it for the Costa, and we'll start to roll it. So we scrape it off the hot top and roll it into, like, a tube of cheese with steak in the middle. That it sounds is. absolutely decadent. A, a roll of cheese. <laughs> a roll of cheese. <laughs> and then we build a taco with it. So it's got, and it's loaded. It's got the refrito, which we make in-house. It's got like that bacony and jalapeno flavor. Uh, the roll of the, the rolled cheese and steak. And then it's got guac pico. It's just loaded up. Pickled Yum. onions on top that just set up. Yum. <laughs> no, no, it, and now I'm just sitting here like grub. I'm sure the mic is picking up my stomach. So. Well, thank you so much for allowing us to come interview you. Uh, we, really I know we're super excited to have you guys in the neighborhood. Yeah, us too. Us too. I'm glad you're making the trip over the bridge. Oh. This is like a hidden gem of the beach, isn't it? It is. It really is. Yeah. And, you know, it's a great walkable beach. And they're having this development just added a little bit more. Well, and you're Much right, needed. And you're right in the middle of, you know, long-term residents, full-time residents, or maybe second home, and people who come here to visit as well. So you're kind of getting more and more of the tourists from the north side, and I think you're getting a lot of long-term, full-time people who are going to constantly come back here on the southern side. So yeah. that's a really that's nice fun. mix. I agree. I think, like someone I came out here, no lights, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I, I'm guilty of this when we were under construction. All the guys would leave at like 3 o'clock. I'd go, I'd go across the street and watch the sunset. Yeah. And be like, how's work? Super busy. <laughs> it's been a that. rough one today. Yeah, yeah. This beach is beautiful. The sunset's beautiful. Yeah. Last thing, and I know you briefly spoke on it, and, and if we can get Emmanuel to speak on it because he's uh, passionate about it, the, the autism message that you wanted to bring up. Um, so you guys partner with somebody who's a nonprofit, or tell us more about that. Um, so Emmanuel's goal is to turn it into something for mothers of autistic children. Okay. Because, you know, in his eyes, that's, that's, that's the roughest job. I mean, like, we have conference calls with Maria, it's, it's hard. Yeah. And so we would love to give, like, build something ourselves for that opportunity. To, yep. That is our own foundation, but right now, locally, there's a school named Lyft. It's um, right up the road here, and okay. uh, the owners of the school live in this uh, live in this neighborhood as well. Okay. So we're working on a program where we can provide the opportunity for some of the, the children because they have a, a career program and everything. Is it spe- is Lyft specifically for uh, students who are on the spectrum? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so they started with started very small. I think their first graduating class was like six or eight. Okay. I remember what I was talking about? Now. Yes. In the hundreds. Oh and, wow! Um, so you know, we've been working on something where we can provide an avenue for them to come in, maybe and learn some job skills and kind of get their foot in, in, in the door somewhere. To us, just taking part in, in giving back to the school. That's very and, cool. Uh, I go on a tour hopefully next week. Oh, really? Awesome. Oh, nice. So yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna kind of try to. 
customize something with them that we haven't done before. Very cool. And it's very neat. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Same here. Well, again, thank you for uh, agreeing to meet with us, chat with us a little bit. The smells in here are killing me. The more you talk about the, <laughs> the rolled cheese and steak, I'm just starving. But... <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, we're always down we're, for that. We're all about that. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot. All right, and we're back with Philip Schultz, the managing partner at Burrito Social. Uh, great to have you here, Philip. Yeah, Absolutely. So we have a couple of questions. Um, can you just speak a little bit about Burrito Social, where it got its start, um, what it's all about? Sure. Yeah. Um, so Burrito Social started in Puerto Rico. Uh, founders uh, Manuel Garcia. Uh, he uh, started as a food truck. Um, his background is, is pretty unique. I guess explain how I met him, how this came to be, how I knew about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's my perspective anyway. Um, he's classically trained CIA, uh, living, he's from Puerto Rico, living in Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. Um, I met him in like 2008. Okay. Uh, Ocean Prime there. Yeah. Uh, he came to Columbus, where I'm from, trained at our original location, and we both opened that store as managers. And... Um, so that was kind of his stomping ground. He had worked in like hotels, bars on the beach with his wife at the time, Maria. And uh, she also joined the company as a server. He was a sous chef. I was a manager. Um, then we kind of puddle jumped around. He went to Orlando. I went to Tampa. We both went to Dallas. And that wow. was like 2010. Kind of uprooting our lives each time. And um, for him, he's like a really, I call him a visionary now. As yep. We've known each other a long time. I haven't really tried since he was visionary. Um, but uh, sounds you know, kind of like you with my big, nickname of trash. Yes, exactly. Big picture versus yeah. implementer. And, yeah, 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 like you know, if you think about juggling and you just start throwing the oranges in the air, and then you step away, and somebody else has to start catching with you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's that kind of process sometimes. That's but very cool. It's fun. Yeah, it's very inspiring. Um, so uh, that being said, we were doing the Ocean Prime deal. Uh, Cameron had is a, you know, a large operator now, but during that time, that was the growth force of Social Prime, so it really felt like that. And it didn't really fit with his personality, so he parted ways at that time. He went to New York and worked at uh, Shake Shacks and Meyer. Um, was really inspired there. Moved down to Miami area again, was working as a Shake Shack manager or like GM. Uh, Burger Five kind of was being conceptualized. They stole him. Uh, he helped with that process, and then he ran five minutes in Gotcha. Um, he, he was kind of like my role now. He's a managing partner there, helped, helped run all the operations for those five. Um, partnered with them, we moved back to Puerto Rico and started a burrito social as a future. Okay. So, you know, it's funny. At the time, they, they had kids, so he has two, uh, two children. Uh, Lucas is, uh, we have this autistic symbol on our shirts. Yep. He's uh, autistic, so we raise awareness. We're having a program with Myth, the school right around here. That's yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Um, so at any rate, uh, during that time, uh, he didn't know what he was going to do. He was living in Fort Lauderdale. He said, you know what, I got an idea. His parents still live there. His brother's still there. We're going to do this food truck. So we moved to Puerto Rico. And it was like, it wasn't like a glorified chef food truck. We're like, you're going around the country. I got you, yeah. having a great time. Yeah. Uh, it was like a food truck and gas station parking lot. Yep. Don't know if we're gonna make it. From the ground up, grinding. Yeah. Max out our credit cards. Let's let's figure this out. We're all in. uh, He went all in, and uh, it was a great time. 
Crunch and Sense. I mean, there it's Burrito Social. Yeah. So it has like this, this buzz to it. Here, people come in and they're like, Burrito Social. Like, I thought it was going to be like Chipotle. You know? So <laughs> they, don't, they don't see the vision like it is there. Of course. Because they're a group. Well, not the yet. Yeah. Not yet, exactly. Um, but uh, so that was successful. They were grinding. His brother Antonio was like, I think, selling these doors or something like that as a sales. And you know, I kind of knew everybody in that area and uh, left and started working in the food truck with them. So it's Antonio, Emmanuel, and Maria all grinding it out, making you know, burritos, tacos, that sort of thing. And um, our menu there was much more limited because it was a food truck. And also over there, there's no Chipotle, there's no Bones, there's none of this stuff. Okay, got it. Yeah. So people don't know. So there's very much a build your own section on that menu. Yeah. Because people still want that. They want to come to the food truck. And, I mean, even one of our tacos is called the Taco Tattoo. Which is uh, his brother's name. Antonio goes by Tattoo. Yep. And people would come and go, I don't know what to get, what do you get? And yeah. So they make that taco, so they started <laughs> calling it the Taco Tattoo. Yep. So um, so the, the menu evolved during that time, um, but really gained popularity through, uh, I don't know, it's like 2016. Okay. Um, and then we went to Brooklyn over in Guaynabo. Uh, it's a really small town, really weird location. If you, Go see it and you're like, why is this so successful? It's like right next to a cemetery. But <laughs> well, there's quiet neighbors. I mean, come on. Nobody's bothering me in the middle of the night. Yeah. So uh, it's a really beautiful neighborhood, Rolling Hills, and it just caught on so fast. They thought they were going to do a certain amount. We did double that. Wow. We expanded into the parking lot with this like lifted patio. Uh, they leased up the space next to it, and it's still small. Like this restaurant's 3,000 square feet. That one was like 1,100. Okay. Wow. So, um, you know, grew, gained popularity. Uh, we were going to open one in Condado, right on the beach, in the beach town. Yep. And uh, right when we were ready to open, that's when COVID hit. Gotcha. Mm. And so the landlord was great. We just kind of pumped the brakes on that one. Like, Puerto Rico just locked down the city. Uh, yeah. Like here, like, yep. you know, wide open. It was, it was 25% capacity, carry out only. Gotcha. And, and they maintained. They didn't let anybody go during that time. They kept all their hourlies. They didn't oh, anymore. wow. That's fantastic. Yeah, and they were doing delivery on their own. They really looked, looked outside the box on how to succeed through that. Did that food truck model, other than the physical location, did the food truck model help get through COVID? Uh, yeah, the food truck was gone. They, they basically oh, backed the food truck up to the restaurant to, to the the equipment out gotcha. and open this restaurant. You know, because it was bootstrapped. You know, it wasn't, we didn't have partners at that time. Yeah. It, was, it was those people. We brought in a, a gentleman named Bruce Levy, who's one of our larger partners, um, and he uh, he helped get into that brick and mortar. Uh, he, he has a great like real estate history, so he able to kind of get them a good deal, and you know, they still didn't know what, what was going to happen, and great success. And, and over there, it's like a wild, wild west in Puerto Rico. I'm sure. Anything can I'm sure. So how the food truck lives underneath it. Like it's it's built into a mountain and there's a parking garage underneath. It's <laughs> still there. That's still super on. It's cool. like the it's super cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So how did you get from the food truck in Puerto Rico and the brick and mortar in Puerto Rico to in to Florida? Okay. Yeah, great question. You know, you had questions about there being two food trucks. Yeah. So we had a second food truck that was more of a taquerita, and it was also our you know test kitchen for testing menu items for people. Nice. You know, like, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, exactly. So we, we tested some items, built the brick and mortar menu that was more elaborate. Because the food truck, like I said, was more um, uh, like the counter service restaurant. You build your own. Yeah. And so we developed the menu, 
and we got to Florida because Condado went on hold, like I said, with COVID, and then the gentleman that had uh, was developing this space, this was an old uh, uh, the wine, wine cellar. cellar. Wine cellar. Uh, you know, it was in litigation forever with the city. They bulldozed it. What are we going to build? We're fighting with Duncan about a drive-through. So it's yeah. forever. Well, and two different municipalities right next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the parking lot is split. Yeah, that's crazy. Because we get both police officers eating lunch. <laughs> um, but uh, so during that time, the gentleman that owns this land, Bob, uh, he he had a tenant that was kind of in here. But then when COVID hit, tenant like kind of let that lease lapse. Yeah. And he came to his yacht in Puerto Rico and uh, <laughs> had a taco. And he was like, "Oh my god, I gotta have this." So you know, Bruce put us together with him. He, he came and ate the food. And was like, "This is amazing. I gotta have you." Wow. So he stuck us in here. He became our partner for this. This uh, site, and that's why we're here. That's, that's crazy. Awesome. What? That's so. It's such Star a coincidence. Yeah. Such yes. a yeah. 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 You talk about like, a meant to be situation. One hundred percent. You know, we didn't know. Emmanuel first called me, so you know, I guess rewind. Uh, he left Dallas, went and did his thing. I opened my own restaurants in Dallas, Texas. I had two Italian restaurants that were in um, Addison and the Colony, which is like kind of popular areas yeah. there. And um, we kind of kept in contact on Facebook, like, hey, I see what you're doing, awesome, man, and like sending each other messages and texts, you know, we've always had each other's phone number. And then um, I ended up selling those restaurants, moved back to Tampa, and I've been working at, or I was working at ADs for about two years, and um, moved back because I met my wife when I was in Ocean Prime here. Yep. Uh, so we all know each other, so that kind of worked. And then um, we joined ADs for two years, they said, that, okay, we want to be at Fort Lauderdale, uh, made a managing partner, and you know, Emmanuel had been kind of putting a little, you know, buzz out there, a little bug in my ear, you know, yep. so to speak. And you know, I'm like, look, man, I, I don't know, this is a great opportunity for me. My wife got pregnant, and uh, she's like, I can't imagine moving. So <laughs> this idea became more real to me. Definitely. Um, they flew me to Puerto Rico. I sat down at the bar and ate like every like, menu item. So I, was, I was happily miserable. <laughs> so. This history, we became partners. Um, you know, we the process of opening this thing during COVID was insane. I'm sure. Um, so you know, we all gained a little more gray hair through that. And, I can't even imagine. Yeah, and the concept evolved even even though we knew what we were doing, and Condado was about not open a month after us. Okay. Um, we learned a lot here. We took many items from here to there, and now we're very close. All all three off concepts are all three locations are very close. We are awesome. Like Very cool. tacos are slightly yeah, yeah. All sure. recipes, 100 the same. 100 How about the heat? Day. How about the spice? How about the? Yeah, I can't handle all this. We have a sauce called naranja, and it's just. I I think we sampled it, uh, Chris and I, my husband and I did when we were here last. <laughs> we're like, let's try a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, definitely moderation. Thick. We yeah. have a ramen and give it to you. It's like, take it easy. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's been going well. We. Grown a lot. We've added throughout this process, you know, the, the neon coastal vibes. You know, we're trying to really fit into the beach atmosphere without being too much. You know? Definitely. We try to keep it clean, you know, with, from the photography to the colors to, to the taste of the food. Yeah. Every time we've been here, it's been very, very busy. You, even though we're still kind of in COVID, have you had positive experiences the same way as when you opened brick and mortar in Puerto Rico? Um, yeah. Yeah, honestly, we, we didn't know what to expect here. Right. Um, we would be out here on the, at nighttime, and there are no lights on in these condos. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. So we were a little nervous, to be honest. Sure. We didn't do a whole lot of advertising. Over yep. We do none. Yep. Uh, just a little social, like, uh, you know, online stuff. Social media, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And so here we, we didn't do much. We sent out a few flyers, that was it. And our first night, it's funny, uh, the gentleman I walked in and said hello to, uh, Greg, the bar manager, he is, he didn't believe it. He's like, uh, you know, like, it's, it's going to be slow, whatever. And Emmanuel's like, prepare for, you're going to sell these 400 margaritas. It's going to be crazy. Prepare juice, 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 juice. This is all fresh squeezed juice. Yeah. And uh, so we were like, okay, kind of Cadillacing into it. We sold 400 and some margaritas that first night. Bruce yep. is on the line, juice and lines. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate you guys. He's like, I'm gonna buy all of yeah, That's yeah. serious. That's awesome. And we didn't know where they were coming from. But it's all the locals in this area. It is. It is. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because I come over, you know, I'm in Seminole. I'm right over the bridge. And we pop in, absolutely. Yeah, it was love at first taste. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Definitely. Yep. So do you, with the success that you're having so far, have you guys thought about opening other locations? Is that a twinkle in the eye? Yeah, so like this location, we think there's, there's going to be a tremendous amount of real estate opportunities out there with what just, we just went through. Right. And so we will open Deerfield Beach in June or July. Um, we, uh, it was a restaurant called Rattle St. Jake's uh, that basically was an older gentleman that owned it. And he said, I don't want to do this anymore. So we bought out that restaurant, and it is right by Deerfield Fishing Pier. It'd be like, on this beach, it'd be like Crabby Bills up at yeah. Pier 60. Yeah. yeah. Same sort of scenario. Wow. Like uh, right, so right. another small restaurant with the same kind of feel. It's going to look the same, feel the same. Uh, hopefully, we've learned some things from this one. And we're going to take that, that Of course, you always learn. Yeah, yeah. but, we, you know, we don't intend to go that far apart. We'd like to obviously open closer together, but if the real estate opportunity you know, pops up, then we're going to Definitely. Cool. Yeah. That sounds like... Whether it's uh, previous connections, work history, you have connections all over the place, and something pops up in one area, and you have a partner in that area who's willing to go all in and commit. It sounds like you're just you're taking the opportunities as they come. One hundred percent. I mean, this is a people business. I mean, it's great that we look good and our food tastes good. You say love and food tastes, but it's a people business from our relationship to the relationship with these people. And you know, they're here because they want to grow. They're here because they want to be a part of something. And yeah. We, that 100%. Yeah. Let's lighten it up a little bit. What What is the most popular menu item, whether it's food, drink? What What do people rave about so far? It's so funny. We're called Burrito Social. We sell way more tacos. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yep. Just kind of like, uh, not, now they're getting it. Like, we're, we're, it was a learning experience. Like, why are there french fries in the burrito? People yeah. Are mad at yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, that's what they do in North Mexico, Southern California. It's a convenience thing. For me, I'm from Ohio, so it's like, meat and potatoes. It's like comfort food when I think about it. Definitely. <laughs> but for people that have never tried it, it's like, what'd you do? Did you want something up in the kitchen? Yep. So uh, the burritos are slowly, you know, getting traction. Getting traction. Okay. We sell a ton of tacos. Yep. You know, the Trumpo is a four-generation recipe. Emmanuel's partner in a, a taqueria in Mexico that's all traditional, you know, older uh, Hispanic folks in the kitchen teaching yep. him these things that we brought here. We have a mule in the back. We grind our own corn to make masa. Wow. So wow. We're doing a lot behind those little walls. No there. kidding. And, um, and that's the thing about that. Food. It has to be fresh, but it also has to have carryover. So you just have to stay ahead of the game. Yeah. Well, I know that the last time we were here, I think we sat close to the kitchen, yeah. and you know, as that door would peek open, you would see those meats that are slow roasting back there, yeah. too. So I know my husband was like, hey, can I try? And they were shaving off little bits for yeah, him to try. Yeah. yeah so it's okay. spends all night. It's layers of pork, onion, bacon that have been marinated. Yeah. Wow. You shave that off for the, uh, the trip off 
it's a Vulcan tostada. It's, it's a, yeah. like multi cheese, carne asada with fresh avocado and some chipotle crumb on top. Yep. Uh, it goes down our most popular taco. And then even on the beach, we sell a ton of fish and shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. Baja is amazing. I bet. What is your favorite menu item? Yeah. <laughs> if you had to drill it down to one. It's, I, I said this restaurant's impossible. It's so snackable. You know, like, yeah. they're, they're really so snackable here. You know, there's chips everywhere. Yeah. They make them fresh. Um, but my favorite menu item is probably the Costro because uh, it's the most different taco. And, okay. and, and it's the same concept with the quesadillas. We take the cheese on our griddle and we melt it, like caramelize it. Yeah. And then uh, we'll put the steak in it for the Costro. And we'll start to roll it. So we scrape it off the hot top and roll it into like a tube of cheese with steak in the middle. That sounds absolutely decadent. A, a roll of cheese. <laughs> a roll of cheese. <laughs> wrong there. And then we build a taco with it. So it's got, and it's loaded. It's got the refrito, which we make in house. It's got like that bacony and jalapeno flavor. Uh, the roll of the, the roll of cheese and steak. And then it's got guac pico. It's just loaded up. The onions on top that just set up. Yum. You guys eat <laughs> no, no, it, and now I'm just sitting here like grub. I'm sure the mic is picking up my stomach. <laughs> well, thank you so much for allowing us to come interview you. Uh, we, I know we're super excited to have you guys in the neighborhood. Yeah, us too. I'm glad you're making the trip over the bridge. It's like a hidden gem of the beach, isn't it? It is. It really is. And, you know, it's a great walkable beach. And they're having this development just added a little bit more. Well, and you're Much right, needed. And you're right in the middle of, you know, long-term residents, full-time residents, or maybe second home, and people who come here to visit as well. So you're kind of getting more and more of the tourists from the north side. And I think you're getting a lot of long-term, full-time people who are going to constantly come back here on the southern side. So yeah. that's a really that's nice mix. I agree. I think, like someone I came out here, no lights, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I, I'm guilty of this when we were under construction. All the guys would leave at three o'clock. I'd go, I'd go across the street, watch the sunset. Yeah. And be like, how's work? Super busy. <laughs> it's been a rough that. one today. Last thing, and I know you briefly spoke on it, and and if we can get Emmanuel to speak on it because he's uh, passionate about it, the the autism message that you wanted to bring up. Um, so you guys partner with somebody who's a nonprofit, or tell us more about that. Um, so Emmanuel's goal is to turn it into something for mothers of autistic children. Okay. Because, you know, in his eyes, that's, that's, that's the roughest job. I mean, like, we have conference calls with Maria. It's, it's hard. Yeah. And so we would love to give, like, build something ourselves for that opportunity. That, yep. That is our own foundation. But right now, locally, there's a school named Lyft. It's um, right up the road here, and okay. uh, the owners of the school live in this uh, live in this neighborhood as well. Okay. So we're working on a program where we can provide the opportunity for some of the, the children because they have a career program and everything. Is it spe- is Lyft specifically for uh, students who are on the spectrum? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so they started with started very small. I think their first graduating class was like six or eight. Okay. I remember what I was talking about now. Yes. In the hundreds. Oh and, wow! Um, so you know, we've been working on something where we can provide an avenue for them to come in, maybe and learn some job skills and kind of get their foot in, in, in the door somewhere. To us, just taking part in and giving back to the school. That's very and, cool. Uh, I go on a tour hopefully next week. Oh, really? Awesome. Oh, nice. So yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna kind of 
try to customize something with them that we haven't done before. Very cool. That is very neat. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Same here. Well, again, thank you for uh, agreeing to meet with us, chat with us a little bit. The smells in here are killing me. The more you talk about the, <laughs> the rolled cheese and steak, I'm just starving. But, uh, All right. Yeah. And yes. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, we're always down we're, for that. We're all about that. Yep, for sure. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot. Thank you.